Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Elite Bitcoin Holder audio podcast only show. Today is January 10th and the 11th, depending where you are, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin uncensorable. Yeah, we're going to start it off with that topic right now with this tweet from Matt O'Dell. The most powerful man in the world can be banned from social media, but the least powerful person in the world cannot be banned from Bitcoin. Pound that like button, even though we're not on YouTube right now. That was such a good one. And yeah, Bitcoin, it, it's uh, for the people yelling about uh, censorship, uh, it, you can see what censorship resistance really means now. Uh, anyone can use Bitcoin. In, in the old days, you, you'd say, well, anyone can use the internet. Well, apparently Parler can't. Or <laughs> anyway, in moving on to another subject matter. So let's talk about experience. Like Jimi Hendrix said, have you ever been experienced? Experience is irreplaceable, okay? Experience is priceless. Experience can beat IQ sometimes, okay? You get a newbie into a job, he might be a genius, but the guy who's been there 20 years, uh, he, he can do it better than the, than the newbie. So I bring all this up because there are a lot of people now sitting at home, doing nothing, getting government checks. They're not getting gaining any life experience, any productivity experience. And the, this entire episode of the, the virus has been an experience drainer. I, I mean, for some people, uh, they, they have, uh, they're not uh, making progress in their life. They're not becoming more experienced in anything productive. I guess they're becoming experienced in sleeping and smoking weed and stuff. I don't know, but it, when, when you when you take this into account, uh, if you're like a 30 year old today, in uh, in 20 years, I mean, right now you might be happy and comfy in your bed, sheltering in place, but but put it in perspective, dudes, who's going to regret in the future? Okay, um, is it in, in 20 years from now? Is it going to be the 30 year olds? Um, who were defiant and actually went out there and lived their freaking lives, gained life experience, made, made connections, made job connections, made friends. Uh, because remember, quarantine is just a state of mind, okay? It's you locking yourself up. You don't have to be quarantined. You're not sick. Um, you, you're healthy. And so I think there are going to be a lot of people disappointed in, in 10, 20 years, and they look back and they're like, oh my God, I gave away a year of my life for this. And I think we're going to realize what this was in 20 years. I mean, I realize what it is right now. It's 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 not scary at all. It's if if you're a young, healthy 30-year-old, you're you're fine. I mean, <laughs> you should be living your life. The the approach, the the panic-stricken, hysterical approach that most people took or that governments encourage uh was insane. And uh, sure, if you're older, lock yourself up. You've already gained a lot of life experience, right? Um, but for 30-year-olds, for 25-year-olds, 35-year-olds, it's a sacrifice a year where uh, one of the most productive parts of their lives where they could gain so much knowledge, and so much experience, um, it uh, was completely backward and, and, and ridiculous. So I just wanted to put that in perspective there. 
being locked down at home lowers your social IQ. So speaking of experience, uh, tonight uh, a, a newbie came to me, contacted me, worried about the, the big drop in price that we had. And if you have any Bitcoin experience, <laughs> you know you, you've lived through this before. I mean, I've been uh, been rolling with the punches since I bought my first two Bitcoin in, in 2013, in the end of 2013. And I've said this many times on, on the show before, that Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. That's what the saying, one day closer to an all-time high, was, was based upon, uh, that it's always going to get back there. So what now were $33,000, $34,000, $35,000, which you know, a month ago sounded unbelievable. But we've got, we've got people that are worried. Oh, my. Dudes, it will return to 42000 again. It always returns to its all-time high. So those of us with experience <laughs> are not panicked at all. I mean, I, I'm just laughing. I'm laughing at the entire thing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm loving life. It's still surreal that it's even that it's this high. And it's, I guess, even more surreal that I got people uh, who think they own Bitcoin. This is a person who bought it on uh, – what's that stock trading service called? Uh well, whatever. He, does, he doesn't really own it. He doesn't control his, his private key. But still, yet he, he's panicked that he's only uh, – I mean he, he bought it in November and he's, he's way ahead, but he, he's worried. And I can tell he wants to sell. I mean this is how weak hands are created. It, it just it, – it amazes me. For me, for me it's, it's so normal because I've, I've lived through this and, and just I'm partially because of my personality also, just if, if the price drops, I don't think about selling. I think about buying more. You know, remember March the 12th, that, that, that day when everybody panicked and Bitcoin for a moment fell below 4,000, I think uh, I was buying. I bought two Bitcoin in, in that uh, 24 or 48 hour period, whatever it was. But people's natural reaction, these weak handers, is to sell. They don't. They don't know. One day closer to an all-time high. That's a, that's a time to buy when the price goes low. But this is when people get worried. And of course, how do these people even get into Bitcoin in the first place? Well, because the price was going up. So they they buy when the price goes up, and then they think about selling when the price goes down. They're not long-term thinkers. That uh, they're impulsive in a certain way. And in its experience in this space which gets you into the proper mindset of deferral of gratification and that Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. And going back to what I was uh, talking about before, right now, people who are defiant, I would call them the, the freedom lovers, they're the ones that are being vilified. Uh, they're the ones who the mainstream uh, guilts and, and shames. So fitting in is just buying into quarantine. And that's that's what I say right now. The people that are that are buying into the quarantine and and jo joining the social media mobs uh, and and bragging about doing nothing with their lives, gaining no experience. That's that seems like the right way to go. And that's why I'm saying those people will regret in ten years that they were not productive. They fit, that's why fitting in is way overrated. Fitting in right now to that social media mob. That hysteria of just locking yourself down, sure, it might feel good now in, in your little virtual world, but in, in 10 years, you're going to be like, oh my God, I, in, I, I could have been in the real world. I could have been productive. What, what, was, I, what was I freaking thinking? Uh, so keep on being unique beasts, you freedom-loving people, because you're not going to regret anything in 10 years.
Speaking of fitting in in the woke world, I think there are people out there, and there are going to be a lot more of them soon, that they don't they don't like this woke stuff, okay? But they know they're going to lose their job or lose their friends uh, if they speak up against it. So in if they feel trapped, if you feel trapped in, in the woke world and you can't speak up, uh, you can secretly buy Bitcoin. And it's your uh, it's your way of exiting that woke world. You're not in the fi- on the financial side of that wokeness anyway anymore. And so it's it's your way of, of fighting against wokeness is is buying Bitcoin. And I think there are people that are are looking into it now be- because of that because they're they're like what what's next here? How can I how can I do something that is against this insanity? So Bitcoin is the key to financially leaving if you feel trapped in the woke world. Now, if, if you're going to fight wokeness with Bitcoin, this is, this is not a one, a one day or one year thing. It's a four year thing at least. It is a savings account. And so many of the newbies uh, that I'm encountering, they, they, don't, they don't realize that. Um, they just saw a number go up. Oh, I, I got to get in. They don't think, well, uh, they think, oh, I'll get out when I get out. Uh, no, it's, you know, get used to that 210,000 block cycle, 210,000 blocks, which is about four years, 30, 36 months, whatever you, whatever you want to say. And I got to say some of, some of the people that I'm talking about, um, they, they'd rather buy GVTC. Uh, there's this guy I was talking to, he's like, it's easier and I'm pretty sure he he watches financial. He, he's a guy who knows about money a little bit. He's got he's a got a, a nice job at a big company, so he watches the financial news networks. And I think he's seen the advertisements for GBTC, and that has made him comfortable and thinks that you know, he understands that's not really owning Bitcoin. But yeah, you know, they've got nice advertisements, and he—that's the way he wants to get into it. So I'm telling you, people, you are truly elite if you own that Bitcoin on your Trezor. Okay, the people that are getting into this are going are, are seeing the GBTC advertisements. They want the GBTC, and this guy is not even doing it through his retirement fund either. He's just going to buy the GBTC instead of the instead of the real Bitcoin because it's easier. So uh, they, they, I mean, compete, don't complain. Uh, it, it's good for Bitcoin. The, the GBTC fund has to buy more Bitcoin. But as for an individual, I, I tell them you, you really should try to buy the real thing. Bitcoin GBTC is not the real thing. Sure. As the Bitcoin number goes up, the GBTC number goes up, but you've got to pay fees and it's, it's, it's ridiculous, the, the entire thing. But hey, that's what marketing is about, okay? They have put their name out there on the financial news networks. They get on the shows. They pay for advertising on the shows. It is definitely paying off. So you guys are going to see more and more people. These Bitcoin banks are going to be tremendous. I, I've said this before. I will say it again. I'll shout it to the rooftops. They're going to be huge. Don't cry about it. The way you you uh, fight it is – you as an individual become stronger by owning your Bitcoin. You're not fighting anything. You are becoming a, a, a true Bitcoin holder. You understand that's the wrong thing to do and you get the Trezor. And you don't say, oh, GBTC shouldn't exist or the Coinbase Bank shouldn't exist. No, let them, let them compete. You know you're going to win. Now, here's something I hope people really start to do. 
we've got these fudsters out there and some of them have big followings in social media and some have a uh, big economic connections and they try to point out problems with bitcoin they're like well it's inflatable you you could make more than 21 million of them or other other cryptos count against against bitcoin is that you can make a million different cryptocurrencies or it's it's not really private or or they're the government is going to kyc it and there should be a kyc bitcoin to to comply with the government because the government is going to shut down bitcoin somehow so I think the proper response to that is, okay, you're, you're talking this theoretical nonsense to me. Why don't you do it in the real world? Do it in the real world and fork off. Go ahead. Do an unfriendly fork of Bitcoin. You're saying this is all theoretically possible, that it's not private, that it needs to be KYC'd, uh, that there, there's going to be more than 21 million. You go do it. You go do it. Because right now your argument is totally theoretical, okay? And – Maybe someone will go do it. Maybe someone will fork off Bitcoin and, and make a, a for. I think eventually someone will. But if enough of us give that response, instead of engaging them in these ridiculous arguments, just say, "Okay, I, I you're telling me something that's theoretical here. Go and and see how this works in the wild." Okay, you go and do it. Fork it off of Bitcoin. Make it inflatable, make it KYC, make it whatever you're, you're arguing for that, that makes Bitcoin so weak or, or whatever that they, you know, you're trying to say people shouldn't buy Bitcoin for this reason, that reason, the other. Well, then just do it. Just do it because this theoretical stuff, it, I, I've lived through it plenty of times. Let Compete. Don't complain. You're complaining with theories. Go compete and, and fork off. Make your unfriendly fork. And of course, I, Adam Meister, I know. Um, that, that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I've seen Bcash come and go, uh, at, which was the first unfriendly fork, and Bitcoin will do fine. So if you truly have confidence in Bitcoin, which which I do, of course, you should encourage un unfriendly forks in, in this in this manner. Okay, first of all, it'll save you a lot of time arguing on social media with these people. Um, and uh, yeah, just just let's see how you how you perform in the wild, dude. Fork it off, get some big money investors out there to, to back you up, and we'll see how how you know if Bitcoin is as bad as you say it is, uh, because your your new Bitcoin, uh, your your wannabe Bitcoin, will have the qualities that you say Bitcoin uh, and is weak on. Now there are going to be some uh, Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin Inquisition people that that think this is this is horrible. This is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, oh, Adam, how can you encourage unfriendly forks? Well, first of all, dudes, you guys make it your job to quote unquote protect Bitcoin. So, of course, you guys will uh, speak up against these fake bitcoins, and you'll be the protectors and the defenders of the of the virtuous Bitcoin, and you'll you'll you'll, you'll you get to say, you know, you you get to do your Inquisition thing even more. You'll have a real target out there. These these uh, friendly, unfriendly forks. So you should be happy with unfriendly forks. Now, of course, I'm happy with unfriendly forks because I I just turn it into more Bitcoin because there are all these sucker MCs that immediately they want to be involved with whatever they think is the next Bitcoin and they believe some of this FUD stuff. So if someone makes a a fork of Bitcoin that is based around some FUD on Bitcoin, oh, they'll buy right into it. And I'd be and I will be happy to sell those people because I mean this is where the big boys play. If you haven't gotten it by now that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, okay, and you want to buy 
some wannabe Bitcoin, some uh, unfriendly fork Bitcoin, that's your decision. You will learn the hard way. If you haven't learned from the Bcash thing already, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. So I, I, I love such situations when these unfriendly forks come about. And I, I hope another one comes about tomorrow because I know Bitcoin is so strong. You know, come on. I know Inquisitionists. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's hearsay. What I'm saying. It's horrible. What I'm not hearsay. It's uh, I forgot the term. Uh, but uh, no, big, big, I, I would love to turn an unfriendly fork into Bitcoin to get myself more Bitcoin because one of these haters gave me one of their unfriendly fork coins. Yeah, the, the Bitcoin Inquisition uh, call, would call me a Bitcoin heretic. <laughs> that, that was the word I was looking for, for encouraging unfriendly forks. But they, they should have the confidence in Bitcoin to know that uh, Bitcoin will beat any any unfriendly fork, okay? And it's their quote unquote job. They they, they think it's their job to to speak, uh, you know, preach Bitcoin with such orthodoxy that they, they, they'll love a they, they'll love the opportunity to, to preach against an unfriendly fork. Uh, they they should be confident enough uh, to take on uh, any unfriendly fork and uh, and turn that thing into Bitcoin. Anyway, I'm Adam Meister of Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Uh, thanks a lot. And just, you know, follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Follow me on Parler, Bitcoin Meister. And, you know, subscribe to this podcast whatever way you need to. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.